This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. It's another beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we've got a brand new author on the show. Her name is Amanda Madala. She is a U of A graduate. She's traveled the world, and she's now written a book geared towards children, helping them find their place in this world in the midst of a pandemic. Today is September 5th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to get us here on the show, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can interact with us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Our podcast is about anywhere you can find podcasts, and you can catch all of them on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. And I wanted to share a little bit of book news today since we're talking to an author a little bit later on. The Tucson Festival of Books has announced and confirmed their 2022 dates. It will be on the University of Arizona campus as it has been since 2009. And it will be March 12th and 13th, 2022. So uh, mark those calendars and uh, we're going to go out to the U of A Mall and celebrate literacy. And uh, as remember, this is a free event. We've done a few shows on this in the past. You can check them out on lifealongstreetcar.org. You can just Google Festival of Books there or search it in the in, in our search bar there. And uh, it's a free event with, through sponsorships and merchants and vendors. They raised some money and have donated over $2 million, $2 million to local literacy efforts, uh, and that's since they launched in 2019. Well, speaking of books, we have Amanda Madala uh, on the show today. We interviewed her just a few days ago about an event she's got coming up. It's a community art event to celebrate her new book, and uh, we were excited to chat with her and uh, help her broadcast the news about her upcoming uh, Saguaro Stillness. It'll be out very soon. And uh, how she's tied it into the community and gotten everyone involved is it's pretty exciting. So I uh, wanted to share her news with you. 
My name is Amanda Madala, and I went to the U of A here back in the day, got my psych degree. That was my major, and I minored in religious studies, and I was here for four years, moved away to Boulder, Colorado, went to grad school at Naropa University, so at my master's in also counseling, and then I traveled around. I traveled to India, Nepal, Tibet, Thailand. So I'm very grateful to have that experience. And then after five months in India, I found myself back here in Tucson. I was really drawn back to the desert. And I worked on the Tohono O'odham Reservation for 10 years in a behavioral health setting. I worked for a nonprofit called Intermountain Centers for Human Development. What, what it, was it just a, a calling to get back to Tucson or was there something specific that brought you back? I think it was the desert. I have a grandmother here who still lives here. She's a snowbird. But growing up, I was born in Wisconsin. So growing up right around Easter, when it was like we went through the long winters in Wisconsin near Lake Michigan, we would come out here and it was beautiful weather. The birds were chirping, the desert. It was just such a stark contrast from, you know, the winters there in Wisconsin. So I just fell in love with Arizona and the Sonoran Desert every year coming out. So when I was in India in coffee shops, I found um, the job announcements. I was looking for a job. I knew after you know I graduated and after I did my whirlwind trip that I would have to settle down and get a job. So I found that job posting while I was still in India and then just knew I was I was I knew I would get the job. It was just kind of an, an intuitive knowing, you know, a feeling that I knew I would come back here and you know, so grateful that I was able to work on the reservation for 10 years. So you had the entire world to choose from and you chose Tucson. Yes. That is a, that is a good testament. We have to get that into our, uh, our uh, visit Tucson marketing. So tour the, travel the world <laughs> sure. and come back to Tucson. <laughs> and, and, how, and I apologize, how long have you back, been back in Tucson? I have been back in Tucson, I want to say 16 years. Okay, so just a short while. Yep, raised. <laughs> Raised three boys here, and um, now I work for Banner as a long-term care case manager. So I serve the sickest of the sick and the poorest of the poor. Well, and that's really my life of service. Like, that's, it's always where I come from, just wanting to support and serve and help because I feel like I've been blessed with so much. Well, let's. we don't normally talk too much about families, but uh, it's going to be kind of pertinent to our story today, I think. Can you... Can you tell us a little about the age of, of your boys? Sure. I have a six-year-old, a 10-year-old, and an 18-year-old. Okay. And they, obviously, the, uh, uh, the pandemic has disrupted classrooms, it's dis- disrupted schools, social settings, and, and you, 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 uh, you kind of latched on to this as you watched what we, your, your boys and, and uh, ended up writing a book about it. Absolutely. Last summer, my son was nine and he was absolutely thriving prior to the pandemic academically and socially. And last summer, he was out in the backyard and just started crying and told me he just feels like he doesn't belong anywhere. And he'd never seen me cry with him. So I started crying and was trying to dig a little bit and said, what about your family? Where your family? And he said he didn't even feel like he belonged in his family, and it just really broke my heart. And I felt like I there was something that I needed to do to take action and to support all the children that were really struggling. Because 
you know, so sad. We would go to the park and they would have the caution tape on the Ramadas, the caution tape on the playgrounds. Children's birthday parties were drive-by. My my other son had to do his preschool graduation over Zoom. It's just sad. And I, I heard somewhere that the, the virus, it really thrives off like the thing that us humans crave the most, which is human connection. And that really rang true for me. So in this book, it, it has some tools and help to um, and support to really come back, to remember who we are, to find the stillness. You know, the it's easy for us to forget that the stillness is always available to us. If we just quiet our mind and really go within, especially in the desert, the beauty of the desert, hearing the sounds, seeing the sights, it really helps us. Um, create that space, you know, dive more into our heart and come out of our head a little bit because there is so much external stimuli going on all around us, especially right now. And, and the name of the book, you've kind of hinted at it, but uh, the name of the book? Saguaro Stillness. And, and is, is this your first uh, attempt at writing or have you written other books? It is. This is my first attempt. And I didn't know what I was doing. I at first tried to Google like, okay, what what age group and how do you, and then I just said, you know what, I, I'm just gonna let this thing come through me, kind of get out of all of that. And it's, it's a really cute rhyming book. There's poetry in it. Um, I just think the children are gonna love it. So the basic premise is it's from the perspective of the saguaro. A, a child comes into the desert, the child's very upset, out of sorts, and the sorrow starts talking to the child, saying, you seems like you're not doing too well there. And the saguaro leads this child through a meditation using the five senses of all of the desert sounds and sights and feelings and smells and helps the child come to stillness like the saguaro. Saguaros are amazing at being still and is really assisting the child in remembering what beauty is around, what um, what beauty is within, and just kind of remembering who we are. We're made of stardust. We are so blessed to be in this moment, to be here now. So um, after you, as you said, kind of got out of the way and let the words come, um, have, you, have you sort of targeted a, um, the right age of someone that should be uh, reading this? Yeah, I'm thinking three to 10 years old, but really adults, any of us could find, um, you know, find appreciation in this story. And it actually is a trilogy. So playing on the S's, this first book is Saguaro Stillness. The second book, which I wrote, is called Saguaro Speaks. And that one is from my time on the nation. That one's targeted for a little bit older teen age, and I already have an illustrator for that book. And that one is really powerful about a native child that doesn't feel connected to their roots, their native ways, also doesn't feel connected to the white man's world. And then the last one that I'm still in the middle of writing is called Saguaro Surrenders. And this one came to me since all of our rains and monsoons have hit us. It just came to me at night where it's going to be about a saguaro that's afraid of the monsoon storms that come. And the suffering is in that resistance and the fear. So once the saguaro just 
lets go, surrenders to what is, isn't locked into that fear, that's where the, the freedom and the power and the beauty can rise. So a year ago, you were um, not an author, and now you're working on your third book. Uh, that's a pretty, yeah. pro- pretty prolific amount of writing in a year's time, it's, right? It's a trilogy, yeah, and the books just start writing me. You know, I wake up at five in the morning, still have a sleep, my brain's not completely online, I just try to get out of my own way, and it just starts coming through, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Soaro Stillness, that's that's done, that's published, that's out, and that's available for people to read now? Soaro Stillness, I'm going to have children illustrate for this book on Saturday, the 18th of September, and they there are four time slots available. This event is going to be at Groundworks, which is at 236 South Tucson Boulevard. Everything's, all the COVID protocols are in place. I'm having 15 seats available for each time. The 10 o'clock time is all booked up. So we have the 8 o'clock, 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. available. So the parents can go on Google Forms, sign the releases, sign up their child to secure a space. They're going to bring the children in. I will read the book out loud. All the art supplies will be given paper, chalk, colored pencils, crayons. They will have just heard the book for the first time, illustrate their favorite part, and they will be able to take all the art supplies home with them. And then I'm going to choose 30 of the illustrations created on that day as the main spread for each page of the book. And then the other 30, they're gonna be smaller illustrations in the back of the book. So all of the children, all the illustrations created on the 18th will be in the book. The book will be published this year. And I am really excited. It's gonna be a really positive event. All children are welcome. Everyone's welcome, uh, ages three to 10. How do people find out more then? How do they how do they register for, for that? Do, do they email you or is there a site, website? I just created a Facebook event group. So if they put in Facebook events, sketching Sawaro stillness, there will be a link there to the Google Forms to sign up. Or if they can't find it, I can give out my phone number. I'm happy to text you or email you the you know Google Form. My phone number is area code 303-579-0305. We are speaking with Amanda Madala about her new book called uh, Saguaro Stillness. Uh, And you're going to want to tune in here and stay tuned in for the break. Because when we get back, she's going to read a couple of passages. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar, Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity.
are back with Amanda Madala. We're going to find out about her event coming up here. And uh, she's going to read a little bit from her book, Saguaro Stillness. And are the, so at this event, you've got 15 kids in four sessions. So you'll have 60 yep. illustrations. Yep. Are, are there, um, there's no ground rules. It's, it's, you're listening to the book and then are you given a specific um, task as to, to what you're supposed to draw or is it just? Yeah, yeah. So I thought about that and that was the challenge. I'm like, I don't want every child to draw the snake in the story. So what's actually going to happen is Mr. Nature and I, I wanted to put music to this. So Mr. Nature and I are collaborating this Saturday. We're going to go in the desert under a saguaro. We're going to videotape. As I read the story, he's going to put some music to it. So during the event, the children will see a video of Mr. Nature and I with the actual book. The whole thing will be read through. And then for I'm going to cut it into quarters. So for the eight o'clock, I'm going to have them illustrate and I'm going to read it out loud that first quarter of the book. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that so that it kind of gets chunked. So I'm going to ask them for that quarter of it to illustrate something, their favorite part, whatever they envision, imagine from that that first piece. So that's how I'm going to break it up. It's like a community art event. So I'm looking for people that like businesses. And people do assist me because this is this is not going to be cheap for me to like rent the space. So I wanted to kind of give a thank you to the businesses that have donated at least a gift card. What are their names? Bookman's, Children's Museum, Sprouts, Whole Foods and General Ben's have all given me at least gift cards to make the event more interactive. So like if the children are willing to like speak in the microphone about their favorite part of the book or something, I'm going to be handing those out, but I'm still looking for donations for coffee and donuts. I want to keep those parents awake and keep the children happy. And then I want to provide water. So I would love for businesses or individuals to assist me. So I'm not shouldering all the costs on my own. It sounds like it's a mental health book for a certain age group, but all of us are, are, are probably going to get something out of it uh, by, by reading it. Absolutely. Do you want me to read a couple lines of I, the book? I have it here. I would absolutely love that. Okay. Like I said, the book is told in the perspective of the saguaro. And I'm going to read just a little bit from the beginning. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this hot and dusty place. It looks desolate and brown, but is truly full of grace. Us saguaros are protective, resilient, wise, and most of all, have hundreds of years practicing stillness while standing tall. We allow birds to nest in us and care for their young. Our fruit opens and provides a special treat to many of a tongue. Sit back and relax as I recall of a time that a child approached me, not able to climb. This child walked into the desert feeling blue, strolled up to me and asked, well, how are you? I peered down and reported, I'm soaring high as a kite, but by the looks of you, you're not feeling quite right. So that's just a little, little teaser there. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So how, how have your, um, especially your middle child, uh, how, how have they reacted to this? Have they had a chance to hear you read it? Have they read it? Yes, he really likes it. And actually he, 
he's working on this project with me. He's giving me so many great ideas. He's the one that said, mom, the other half of the children that illustrate, they're gonna feel bad if they don't get put in the book. Why don't you put all of the illustrations in the book, but maybe smaller and in the back? I said, you know what, you are brilliant. I'm gonna do that, that's an amazing idea. Everybody's a winner, everybody's a winner. Absolutely, absolutely. Has it helped him feel, um, does he start to get that sense of belonging that he was missing? Yes, he's not feeling that way anymore. So I think this book and going out into the desert and just finding quiet and stillness and just observing the different animals we see. And even in our yard, the caterpillars, the butterflies, these huge moths that come, we don't even know what kind of moths they are, but just slowing down, getting out of our head a little bit. Um, he has, he has found that sense of belonging. He is okay now. Well, the event is September 18th. There's three available time slots of the four. Um, we've got your phone number and um, we'll, we're not going to post your phone number on Facebook, but we'll definitely post the event page for um, uh, sketching Saguaro stillness and make sure people have that. But they can, if they're listening, they can call you at 303-579-0305 and to do that fairly soon because uh, this is going to be airing on September 5th and you're talking about just in a couple of weeks. Um, might have most of those slots filled up. Do you have a sense of when the book will actually be available for people to purchase and, and read? This year is my goal. I don't, I don't think that it will take very long. I'm working with a woman out of Prescott who's going to do the design and production of the book. It will be available on Amazon. Fantastic. And I don't want to put too much pressure on you because I, I, you've already read us a little passage, but could you do you have anything else you could read for us as we as we exit the interview? Absolutely. I will read the last piece. Here we go. Here's the very end of it. <laughs> Stopping long enough so the stillness sinks in reveals this hidden oasis as it's always been. I whispered through the wind, namaste my child. Light in me sees the light in you. The child smiled. The child said namaste and thank you, wise one. I'll surrender to Sawaro stillness beneath the golden sun. That is Amanda Madala. She is a Tucson, uh, University of Arizona graduate, a Tucson um, resident, traveled the world, and has now authored one and uh, about to be two more books. Absolutely amazing, and I, I really appreciate you spending some time with us here today. Thank you so much, Tom. I really appreciate the opportunity. Well, how cool is that? You may be the first to hear outside of her family and some select friends, at least on a public audience. I think we're breaking news here on Life Along the Streetcar with uh, author Amanda Madala. She has got her first book out, Saguaro Stillness. Two more in the trilogy to come. And um, just excited to have her on the show and can't wait to read the book. I know it's not for me. I'm not her target audience, but... I'm going to get something out of it. I'm sure of it. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number. 
2420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, how cool of a show was that? I'll tell you what, if you want to meet some interesting people doing great things in our community, you should uh, get a radio show or maybe a podcast because then you are attracted. All these people want to talk to you because uh, I don't think if I had this podcast, uh, Amanda Madala would be calling me up saying, hey, let's chat. She's got too much on her plate. But uh, it's exciting uh, to hear uh, what she is doing in our community. It's hard for me to think that a year ago she had not written a book. Now she's gotten one done. She's in the midst of her second and has plans for her third already. And I think about what I did last year and <laughs> it makes me feel a little bit, uh, uh, underwhelmed with my performance, but that's all right. There's still time uh, to, uh, to have an impact. She did mention speaking of impact that she's looking for sponsors and donations, not to make a profit off of this event on the 18th, but to help cover the costs and make sure it's a pleasant experience for everybody. And she set up a GoFundMe site that is, uh, uh, the same same name as the uh, Facebook event. So if you had to order to GoFundMe and you want to support Amanda Madala's efforts for this uh, community art project to go along with her book, Saguaro Stillness, go to GoFundMe and search out Sketching Saguaro Stillness. And that'll get you to her page there and make a little donation. I'm sure every every little bit helps her accomplish her goals. And I do want to shout out to Mr. Nature he is our morning DJ on Sundays from 7 to 9. He's got a very family-friendly show. A lot of his songs you might think are geared towards children, but uh, us adults enjoy them as well. Same music, but I think a little different experience based upon the number of years you have uh, behind you. He was the one that introduced us to Amanda. And if you have a topic you would like us to cover, you can do what Mr. Nature did and reach out to us by email. Contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can hit us up on Facebook. If you're doing something in our community that you think is really cool or you know someone that does, tag us in one of those posts. Tag them and on our Facebook page. We will help share those hidden gems. Life Along the Streetcar is all about collaboration and sharing. We've called it a community conversation because we want to have a lot of voices on our show. Um, you know, next week... We have Cameron Taylor coming in uh, to do an interview with us. He is the head of school at Imago Dei. And after our conversation with Amanda, I reached out to him to talk a little bit about this concept of, of the lost year and, and how kids are coping. Uh, some of them are back in school now. And it's a different experience after having that time off. There's some formative years happening at this age. And we wanted to get uh, a little bit of perspective and his thoughts uh, in our conversation mirrored a lot of what Amanda was saying that she saw within her family, what led her to create her book, Soar Stillness. Uh, Cameron and his staff over at Imago Day are, um, are dealing with that regularly. And you may, you may remember that name. If you go to our lifealongthestreetcar.org page in the search bar, put in Imago Day, you will, um, uh, find our interview we did with Cameron a few years ago about the success that school has had in the midst of a urban setting. They're downtown on, on 6th Avenue, right across from the Ronstadt Center, having tremendous success. So we're going to have our interview scheduled with him and hopefully air that next Sunday here on the 12th. Uh, I've got to 
more interviews lined up for September and excited to get into the fall weather and the fall events. And hopefully everything knock on wood comes off and we're able to celebrate again here in the old Pueblo. Well, once again, my name is Tom Heath. You have been listening to Life Along the Streetcar. As always, we appreciate your time. And in honor of our guest today's creative endeavor called Saguaro Stillness, thought we were going to leave you with a little music from um, Poppy Churro and Kid Taro. This is a, uh, a little song they put together called Saguaro View. I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Thank you.